0: Welcome back to Bible study, to Paul's letter to the Philippian church, back to John Campbell and to Derek Walker. It's a a pleasure to be with you. I think it's my turn to read, Um, and we're going to start from verse 13 of chapter 4, and we'll read through to the end, to verse 23, and we'll see how far we go with the the congestion of verses. (laughs) Excuse me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared my, in my distress. Now, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, You sent aid once and again for my necessities, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your accounts. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus, the things sent from you, a sweet smelling aroma and a set acceptable sacrifice well pleasing to God and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus now to our God and father be glory forever and ever amen greet every saint in Christ Jesus the brethren who are with me greet you all the saints greet you but especially those who are of caesar's household the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you all amen amen
1: lord we thank you for your precious holy word we want to know what you're saying to us lord we want to please you we want to glorify you in our lives so please Holy Spirit, shine, the light of, uh, shine your light upon your word. Cause us to have understanding in the fear of the Lord. Lord, we thank you for being with us now. In Jesus'
0: name, amen. 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 Thank you very much. Yes, yeah, so we didn't quite finish off, I can do all things and mm. um, through through Christ who strengthens me. Um so that's where we're going to start. You have a quote from Cromwell, I think. Well. Yes. Yes, in- things.
1: yes, uh, there's a great story from Cromwell because Oliver Cromwell uh he lost his son and he was very grief-stricken and he really was felt like he was sinking. And uh, so he asked the Lord for a, for a word to sustain him in that. And the Lord gave him this verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, he understood, of course, that the Lord was saying, he can, as it were, live, carry on. He can do without his son, as it were, yeah. of course, knowing that the son is with the Lord. Mm-hmm. But he could do without his son. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, gave, that brought him through that situation that the Lord's grace was there to sustain him even though he had suffered this terrible loss mm-hmm. and it's interesting that that is using the verse in the sense of the actual context now we, lo- we do use this verse r- quite rightly for situations in life where God's telling us to do something mm-hmm. it, we feel like we're out of our depth you know uh, and so we, we claim that verse, you know, yeah. I can do all things yeah. through Christ who strengthens us. Because yeah. if God calls us to do something, he equips us, he anoints us, he mm. graces us to do it. Mm. And so that's a great promise to claim. Mm. But in the context, it's actually uh, talking about a situation like Oliver Cromwell, where uh, he's talking about being able to be content. That's right. And, and so he Without. says, in two situations, there are two challenges. First of all, when you can be in abundance or when you're in lack. And he says, I've learnt in both these situations, mm. in all types of situations, to be content. Yeah. Or if, if we put it the other way around, contentment's the opposite of covetousness. So the real victory in our life, and, and covetousness is idolatry, it's actually the root <clears throat> of sin. Yeah. And so he's really talking in the context about learning how to overcome sin, learning how to overcome co- covetousness. Mm. And there's two forms of attack or temptation. One is when we don't have what yeah. we want, yeah. that we want to get out in the flesh and try and grab it mm. for ourselves, mm. rather than trusting God to bring us into it. And the second thing is when we have an abundance and we we make that our idol. We find our satisfaction in that rather than in the Lord, you know. So Christians the, the single Christian man, he's been praying for a wife and yeah. whatever, job and all that. And as soon as he gets all the things that he wants, he forgets the Lord because now he's got what he wants, yeah. you see, and it's so, so that's the temptation of, of abundance. Yeah. yeah, God wants to give us abundance, but the danger is, we make that
0: those things are yeah. our, yeah. our God. And so, and so Cromwell, the quote was, "I can do without all things so it's through qu- Christ who strengthens me." Right. And so the exactly,
1: it's I can. It's a clever play on words, yeah. but. Really what Paul is saying is, one side of it, I have learnt to do without all things. That's Why? Right. Because I've got the strength of Christ in me. Yeah. Christ is enough mm. that even though I'm suffering this lack, you know, Christ is enough to sustain me in this. I've learnt how to rest in Christ even when there's lack. And then the other side of it is, I've learnt to be content also and not be covetous. Even when I have everything going for me, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it, yeah. but I am not trying to base my life and my satisfaction on these right. things. In other words, even if they were taken away from me, I, I would still be enjoying the Lord. Wonderful. You know, yeah. And so this is the greatest victory, is I can do all things. Our greatest victories in life, I believe, are not the outward victories of, oh, I've got a great job and... I'm doing well in this and doing well in that. But I've actually learnt how to overcome my covetousness mm. by trusting in, in the infusion mm. of God's, Christ's strength in me, filling my soul so that I don't have to grasp after all these things for my satisfaction.
0: Amen, thank you very much. Anything to add to that, John?
2: Oh, well, I, I don't know.
0: I mean, it gets you thinking when you think about Cromwell and, and you know what a prolific, generally, was to think that he yes. had a deep, profound appreciation of God's Word.
2: Yes, mm. he did. Um, but uh, it's, the, it's the, you know, as, as Derek was talking then I, I realized how, how easy it is to forget. Um, we think, we tend to think of the external Christ. The Christ out there is going to help me, but it isn't, it's, it's the Christ in you, mm. I can do all things, but what's it say, I can do yeah. all things in Christ. through Christ who strengthens me, this is the internal Christ, mm. and, and I, I think I've got a little note here, my Bible mm. cross reference to, I think I mentioned this last week yeah. or the week before, to Ephesians 3.20, yes. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, and that might indeed be comfort as it was in this, in Oliver Cromwell's sense, he's able to comfort how does he do it according to the power that works in us? And what is that power that's in us? Yes. It's Christ the hope of glory, it's the, the, you know, it's the Holy Spirit who dwell in us yes. it, we, we just forget that, don't we? we? We know it but we forget it and we treat it uh, you know, we invite the Holy Spirit to come. Well, what scriptural nonsense that is, you know. That's right. we, is, we don't have to invite him to our... He that hath not the Spirit of Christ. <laughs> yes, no, he's yeah. there. And, and, and we, so we get into these um, religious platitudes, and they're garbage. If only we would start speaking the truth, we wouldn't have to worry about whether the Holy Spirit's going to come us today, we could just say, "Thank you, Lord, for being yeah. in us and with us at this time." Absolute certainty, and and, and the hope of glory. The hope of is, glory. Is, is, yes. There's there's something very powerful there. Very
0: very. I, very I do. Powerful. I agree with you. I think we we can get a little bit too uh, preoccupied with quite minor um, manifestations of power. Yeah. When you know earlier in the Ephesians it said... May, may your eyes be open, may you see the incomparable power yes. towards those who believe, yes. so faith isn't. And then it says, this power was worked through God raising Christ from the dead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I, 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 maybe it's just my, the way I think things through, but I like to go to the, the nth, the, the yeah. extreme, you know, most powerful example, and that is resurrection from the dead. Yeah. So when you say the hope of glory, yeah. you know what, if, if, you, if you're assured, absolutely um, com- have that conviction, you believe in your heart that God raised the Lord Jesus from the dead, okay, and you confess it with your mouth, that is something that's beyond the power of yes. most people's experience. It's something absolutely transcendent and... Um, then you should be quite content. I mean, you, you shouldn't be worried about a right. uh, pandemic. You shouldn't be worried about rumours of wars and, you know, whatever, wars and rumours of wars and, and all the other things the Lord said would come on the earth. You look up for your redemption draws nigh because you, your, your life is in the context of eternity yes. and in the twinkling of an eye, you know, mm. at the last trumpet, yeah. we shall be uh, changed. There's, for me, that, that hope of glory Yes. isn 't just as it were an empty no, say, it, platitude it, or phrase or it, slogan it, it, it abso- 's it's absolutely it's, is something is very, not- very real that impacts
2: our life today yes and, and Paul, Paul rephrases this this sort of idea many times in, in, in different ways and, and it's really very exciting, and I was going to quote one, and it's just completely gone out of my. Oh mind, no, because I isn't... went on a bit long. Yeah, <laughs> I'm supposed to ask questions and not. <laughs> right. no, I just I was completely gone blank, but yeah. it doesn't matter. It'll yeah. come back in a minute. Yeah. That that it it, it it is God in us. Yes, He is in us. Mm-hmm. You know, we are the temples of the Holy Spirit, yeah. and and that brings. That brings, you know, huge revelation if you think about that. Mm. And I mm. apologise if I'm going off. It's wonderful. On, no wonder that's that's you know, the nature of it. But I remember that. reading right. reading something that David Pawson wrote recently. Mm. And he, he, he was talking about how he when, when, he, he goes into churches and sees the Ten Commandments on the wall, you know, and, and he used to be horrified by that. He used to <clears about throat> one of the first churches he pastored when he took over the church over the Ten Commandments on the wall. And so he painted over them. You can imagine you can imagine yeah, how the congregation reacted to that. Well, the first thing my dad did, did was rip the clock off the wall. He, was, he found that very intimidating when he was preaching sermons. So yeah, uh, carry on, anyway. yeah, I, I, So I he painted see, over the Ten painted Commandments. painted over the Ten Commandments. Yeah, because the. the it's not that the Ten Commandments were wrong. It's just that they don't fit the gospel, and and that's the problem. you, you know you land up with a mixture of faith and works because these things challenge you yeah. to work. Yeah. But it's Christ in you, and He's working out. He's working out His will in you, as we, we, mm. we, we read earlier on in, in Philippians two, whatever two or three. Yeah. You know, um, work out your salvation. With and trembling, for it is God who works in you for His mm-hmm. good pleasure. Um, th- this is the way it is. It is God in us, and and if only we could begin to concentrate and meditate on God in us instead of God out there, then these things would become a reality. They were real. They were That's real. What to He should have done.
0: now um, If I yeah. dare. To a question, David, and you know, um, which we wouldn't do in person because would <laughs> completely, you know, um, take your part, but I, 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 it would be leave it on the wall and just put the you know, Romans uh, 3.23 or whatever, yeah. you know, all yeah. have sinned, yeah, cross all and short, yes, possibly, the glory right. of he God was all God all in, in context because he said enough. the law makes you conscious of sin, so yeah. you absolutely must have law, but not in the context of you can use the law to gain yeah, righteousness. Yeah, and actually, to be, to be, no, to be <laughs> yeah, fair, he went on to make that of point, course how the law
2: is it. very useful in evangelising, yeah. but if once you're converted, once you come to Christ, yes, then, then it's legalistic. much less useful, because people come to church, they say, oh, this: you must do this, and you mustn't do that. So we
0: don't and want they, the spoiler. I'm, I ju- no, no, I we don't it? want
2: a spoiler. And the spoiler but is this, that
0: we are going to be studying Galatians when we eventually finish Philippians. Yeah. So we no do. more spoilers. And, and,
2: and thank you, because the spoilers yeah. brought me back onto track The yes. Scripture that I thought I'd forgotten, Good. but I now remembered, which is Galatians 2.20, of course. Yes, you know, I knew it. I knew, it, it, it. I knew that, we were that, heading in is, that direction. Is, that's exactly where I'm yes, heading. You correct. know what, is, what does this mean? Yeah. No longer I who lives, but Christ in me, Christ who lives in me. I live my life in the flesh by mm. faith in the Son of God. Yes. Or, again, I hear it's the faith of the Son of God, yes. is the correct choice. I mean, it's just extraordinary. I, I would like to explore that
0: now, because you mentioned when we were talking about have faith of God with the the mountain being cast yeah. into the depths of the sea. Um, I need to get my head around that, because I... I um, Jesus is God. Yes. And, you, and God is God. Yes. Uh, does... You yes. know, God, when God um, created the heavens and the earth, when he spoke it into being, was he just practising being God or was he exercising faith? God, you mean? Well, You're saying have faith of God. So I've never thought. I've I've only well, thought in terms bit. of us believing in God yeah. rather than God believing in Himself. Yeah. You know well, I mean? think
2: I think we talk we talk about yeah, I mean, two different it things. It is that, okay. Well, just God's faith, only because we're because at that God's point. faith is I don't absolute. want to distract from that passage. God's faith is absolute, whereas ours is variable. With even I want to,
0: I want to uh, get my head around the concept of God's faith. faith. Yes. Yeah.
1: It. God, um, th- it says these three things are eternal, f- faith, open love. That's true. Uh, we're in the image of God, and I do believe God, as it were, has faith yeah. in the sense that when he spoke the universe into existence, mm. um, he believed that what he said would come to pass. Yeah. So okay. there was a faith in himself, if, yes. you, if you like, okay. that that. He, that, that, that his word would come to pass. Yeah. And so there, there is a faith of God. And yeah. the, when you're talking about the gift of faith, um, like all the gifts, the word of wisdom is a portion of God's wisdom. It's not our own yeah. wisdom. Mm. It's a supernatural portion of God's wisdom that we couldn't know otherwise. Mm. Likewise, the word of knowledge. Likewise, the gift of faith. It's actually a portion of God's faith. You couldn't, you know, Daniel in the in the lion's den, yeah. All right. You I don't care how much Bible study you've done, right? We put you in a den of hungry lions. Right. All right? I don't care what your general faith level yeah. is. <laughs> you are not going to just Say, thank you, Lord, I'm going to no, go speak to sleep now. Right I mean, John you know? would be <laughs> No, I've
0: heard enough of John to know that no, he'd be completely cool. No, no, about the at all. I'm absolutely <laughs> Jericho. He's a military he, man. He, it does
1: say that Daniel believed God in that passage. Yes, that's yeah. right. But that was a little drop of God's faith, that yes, God okay. gave him a gift of faith yeah, for okay. that situation. Okay. I yeah, I think that so. enabled him just to relax and trust God I've got that. for that protection. Definitely, I've got that, yeah. It's not, it's not that something you can just replicate... Like uh, in every situation, that's a good. Way to and some I'm great, enjoying this. Yeah. Some great Christians, you know, thrown into the, the lions' arena, they weren't necessarily inferior to Daniel in their no. faith, but they weren't given the gift of faith. But they were given yeah. the courage to
0: to endure. So I'll that. tell you why I ask. Um, because many, many years ago, I bought a book. From, I mentioned Doug Harris before, but I bought a book when he was at the Christian Resources exhibition by Hank Hanegraaff. Um, which was basically um, very critical of those who sort of appeared to elevate faith above God. So he basically was saying that people have created a faith God. And God, as it were, tapped into the faith of the faith God, if you know what I mean. But that's you very clearly and mm. um, defined it, and I can understand it yeah. very clearly now. Yes. Um, but I do remember reading that, and uh, you know, all these people that, that, that use that term, yes. um, are they, is it disrespectful to God? But it's not, we're made in his image. Um, mm. Very interesting yes. that, these, that faith is eternal. You've that got, is yeah. a very interesting Revol- point, and I shall study it further.
1: Romans 4, 17 think. talks about Abraham Walking in the presence of in the of the God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things that be not, that they were. So God speaks His word, and He calls things into existence. If if you like, by faith, and He gives life to the to the dead. And Abraham was meant to function, walk with God in that. So he started, having received the promise. He, uh, he received the life into his dead body, and then he started declaring, I am Abraham, father of many nations. That's and right. He was walking in fellowship with God, because right. God was calling those things that be not though they were,
2: Good.
0: and Abraham was doing the same thing. So said. it continued to be faith in God, because one of the things that Hank brought out was people were having faith in faith
2: yeah you can become you see the idolatry. danger that you, yeah, bigger, that you can, you,
0: and then you've moved away from mm. actually believing in the promise that yeah. God would give life to the dead. Faith is rooted to
1: the word of God yes, it's not it something you can just manufacture exactly. yourself Exactly. exactly either the general word of God yeah. right, that every promise of God imparts faith, and that on that basis we can yeah. but there are situations where our general faith doesn't yeah. isn't enough, yeah. And and we need that special faith, gift, gift of faith, that gift of faith, if yeah. you like, mm. and and then when the way the gift of faith operates is that you believe it in your heart and you speak it with your mouth, yeah, yeah. okay, and then it comes to pass. But you can't manufacture the faith. No, it, that's the problem. Faith comes by hearing God speak, either through His word or He speaks a special word to your heart that that you embrace. Okay. When Abraham believed. It was a gift of faith, actually, when he yes. believed for Isaac. Yes. Because there was, he didn't have a scripture that said, that's right. you can exactly. believe for, exactly. you know, exactly. even though you're 90, 100. Yeah. You can, no, that was a special gift of faith.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's gr- very helpful, because in that act, you've got um, the, the, the woman, you know, the girl with divination skills, you know, or yeah. whatever, and, and Paul healed her. Yeah. And then, you know, this chap wanted to sort of pay to buy this commodity of faith, as it were, but that is not what, how you do it. Mm-hmm. Have I got it right? That story? No, Inact, you've mixed up you, you know, mixed mixed up too. <laughs> too I thought I had. I thought oh, I, mean. I can see in the eyes of glazing what over. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> well, what, what Bible are you reading? You know? Oh, um, I, it's a little green Bible. It's called the New World Translation. <laughs> is that okay?
1: <laughs> my favourite gift of faith, for what it's worth, is is Joshua. Yeah, you know, yes. you don't have the faith generally yeah. to command the moon to stop in no. the sky. And That's the it. Yeah, God gave him a. You know, yeah. he prayed about it. It does yeah. say he prayed for God. God, I need more time to finish this battle yeah. off. And God gave him that awesome gift of faith. Yeah. Where, but when you have that supernatural faith, where you find yourself, you can believe way beyond your normal That's faith. Right. That's right. But then you, you just speak it out, or you mm. thank God for it, mm. or you declare the end result, and you let God do it. Yeah. God,
0: God does it. But isn't the, the real, you know, foundational gospel faith to believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, isn't yes. that? And then you will be saved, as it were. Yes. And then you will be justified, isn't that? Yes. And so, is there a danger sometimes that we, we get more preoccupied with the here and now type faith than the actual saving faith?
2: Yeah, but the saving faith is good. a gift anyway. It's all isn't it? good. It's, <laughs> a,
0: <laughs> it's a gift.
2: Yeah. It's a gift. So, you can't believe. But I often but, find people not preaching the, the gospel, yeah, they're no, just it, preaching faith. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, that happens a lot. Yeah. But, but the very yeah. fact that one believes. That uh, that God yeah. raised Christ from the dead yeah. is a gift of faith. Yes. But it tells; it's clear yes, in Ephesians. We can't, we can't do that. Of we're incapable yes, of believing yes, it yes. unless it's given to us. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that, that makes it. That's very powerful. Yeah. That you c- it's not just confessing with your mouth. That, yeah. you can do that without a gift. Yes. You have can. faith, can't you? You can. You can confess with your mouth, "Jesus is Lord," without yeah. the believing we're, in
1: your heart. We're using okay. the word "gift" in two different ways. Go on. Because. Yeah. As John said, all faith is a gift. And general faith, God gives, it's a gift because the word gives you. you, Mm. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, but it still comes from. I can't kind of screw myself up into faith. No. All I can do is is receive God's word, Mm. and God's word gives me that faith. And Mm. in the the general sense, that's a gift of God. But when we talk about the gifts of the Spirit, that's different, yeah. uh, That's a different aspect of of the word gift whereby it's not my general faith it is special faith that god drops in my yeah. heart for a yeah. specific situation yeah definitely you know and i you know that might give me the faith to do something extraordinary yeah. but
0: i can't replicate that next week no because so it was never my so faith so faith by the way is not the apostles creed we believe in god the father you know everyone can say that, yes. that that's confession yeah. but it's not faith it's confession I mean, it's stuff that we believe. Yes, I know. No, it means everything to those that believe, but it can be just words. Yes, it can be. Sure. It can be be just intellectual assent. Yes. 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 Or just uh, repetition, Mm. as it were, endless repetition. Yes.
2: Yeah. But we can see how the gift of faith, as we've been talking about here, is still all wrapped up in this verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so... Yes. You know daniel was able to withstand the lions exactly. because of the gift of faith it exactly. fits this fits exactly. completely yes it's god
1: in us just yes. to pick yeah. up that yeah, theme exactly. again is he yeah. said i have learnt the secret it's like in yeah. in the cult you know the secret yeah. yeah i have learnt the secret of contentment yeah. and that secret is god in me mm. i can do all things through christ who infuses me with strength from the inside that enables me to do without or to function in abundance without it corrupting me that uh, content the secret of that contentment is is not so much having the right mental attitude but actually being joined to Christ and his life yeah. filling my soul so that i don 't have this desperate need to be covetous
0: you 're not to... Thank you very much, and uh, by the way, I think it helps folks watching sometimes you, you hear terms and, and 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 so we sort of dig into those terms and we learn
2: i think we de- i le- i always learn yeah we definitely um, we definitely learn we learn from each other all i mean it's a wonderful yeah. journey and and it's still if we just develop that I, yeah. th- I think it's really interesting so that christ in us and again, related to this first, mm. we can do all things through Christ through strength. Yes. <clears throat> it's not a case of Christ hitching a ride with us. You know, you become saved, so you think, you're, yeah. I'll just hitch a ride with this new believer. Not a bit. In their we're, hitching a, we're hitching a ride with mm. him. Yes. It's his life, that's which it. Paul tells us. It's mm. his life. And we now travel with him. And that's why we can trust him. And yeah. mm. uh, we might, you know, in the natural be confused or a little bit anxious, because we haven't yet dealt with that. Um, with what's in front of us, but no, this is Christ's life. We're standing here in His shoes, mm. um, and we can just re- relax in an mm. ideal situation. Yes. Relax and trust Him in it. Mm. That's wonderful. what He wants us to do. Yes. Yeah. yes,
0: wonderful. Got a few choruses ringing through my mind now, <laughs> but I won't. I won't distract further from our passage. Just, where, where uh, I just wanted to ground us. Keep on the same theme okay. and take us
1: to Proverbs twenty-one, one. I'm sure you're familiar with this, but I'll maybe give a little different angle on this verse. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. Um, now, let me just to give a different uh, phrase, the king's heart. You see, God wants us to reign in life. Mm. And if we are to be a king, the key is that we put our heart in the hand of the Lord. yeah, mm. yeah. Or that we allow the hand of the Lord to fill our heart. The mm. hand of the Lord is the Holy Spirit. Mm. So the Holy Spirit's in, in us, mm. but we, we have to... Our heart yeah. needs to... Um, we need to allow His hand to fill our heart. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking yeah. again yeah. of the glove. The, glove. the hand in the glove. absolutely. See, because our soul by itself is not made, does not have much internal strength. That's mm-hmm. why there's a lot of mental, people have a lot of mental issues, mm-hmm. because the soul is is not designed to handle the stresses of life. And when we, when we don't have the hand of the Lord in our soul, right, it's this floppy, weak thing. Ineffected. And when you start putting weights and things on it, 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 crushed. it, 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 it's, it yeah. isn't designed. And that's anxiety, says, so don't... Have no anxiety about anything, because what you're doing with prayer and supplication, you're inviting the Lord to fill yeah. the soul. Yeah. And, and once the hand of the Lord is in our soul, we, we don't, we're not so good, good at it because something in us resists that, because now we're not the ones in control. Yeah. The Lord now is in control, but mm. with his power in our soul, we can do all things. It's wonderful. Through Christ who strengthens us. It is a us. wonderful but see thing, it in this is. verse. The yes. king's heart's in Beautiful. the hand of the Lord. So if you want to be a king, if you want to reign in life, yeah. you've got to get your heart in his hand or yeah. allow his hand into your heart. And th- this the is interesting now. Is
0: very good. Like yeah. the
1: rivers of living water, yes. that word like is in italics. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not there. Yeah. It actually is defining what the hand of the Lord is. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, rivers of water. The hand of the Lord manifests in our heart as rivers of living water. So as we get our heart into his hand, his hand is actually those rivers of living water like Jesus said. Come to me and drink and out of your heart will flow rivers Mm. of living water. Mm. He turns it wherever he wishes. In other words, once we allow the hand of the Lord into our heart, which is the Holy Spirit, the rivers of living water, then He can turn our heart in the way He wants us to go. So, as we allow Him to fill us, he, that hand of the Lord will direct our life. And we have to yield control. That, the reason we, we, we have to learn to do this, because something in us resists, because we want so to keep the control. It's completely heart
0: issue. No, it's a beautiful, so beautiful we Surrender
1: energy. our heart to the Lord and surrender the leadership to Him. Yeah then his hand will fill us yeah. like rivers of living water, and he will direct our paths Wonderful. where is, he wants us to I, be.
0: I grew up with, you know, there are different terms uh, to being a Christian. One was, I remember my dear friend, John Alderson, saying, do you love the Lord? That was one. The other is, are you born again, brother? Mm. But, but the other one that I remember growing up, have you given your heart to the Lord? Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know when these programs are broadcast exactly, but uh, so I hesitate to use a Christmas carol. But what can I give him, poor that I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what I can, I give him, give my heart. And I, I, I've never connected it to this yeah. wonderful verse. Mm. And the follow-on is also uh, the first two of, of that... Um, chapter I don't want to read it in my wrong oh, version yes. but it's quite nice as well if every way that. of
1: a man is right in his own eyes but the Lord weighs the hearts. yeah
0: it's just a game you've you got this a,
1: glove a glove without the pre, without the hand in it doesn't weigh very much no. yeah and that speaks the weight speaks of the glory yeah you know the Hebrew word yes, for eternal for, weight for glory of glory is weight yes there's no substance so without the presence of God in our heart, there's very it's little empty. substance to our thoughts yeah. or to what we do. Yeah. It's the presence of God in us yeah. that gives meaning, that yeah. gives value, yeah. that gives substance to yeah. everything we think and everything we do. And In
0: Hebrews 4, the Lord weighs the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Yeah. Judges, weighs, you know, that's the judge with the, with the balance, weighs okay. in the balance. Um, yeah, it's all about the heart, isn't it? You get your can, heart sorted out, as that, it were. What
1: can we give heart God? surgery? You know, what can we give God that He doesn't have already?
0: Yeah, our hearts. It's our heart.
1: It also solves a riddle for me because it always bothered me
0: in Isaiah 55. And it solved your covetousness. Yeah. Well, it's a journey, <laughs> no, but only from what you said last week, which yeah. is very profound. But anyway, it's solved. Just tell us what the riddle was. Well, he says, "Come, have
1: Isaiah fifty-three. All the yeah. everything's paid for by the atonement yeah. of Christ. Yeah. The blessings are ours. But how do we experientially yeah. enter into it? Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. All you have no money, come by and eat." So he says, it's, "There's you don't. There's no money to pay. You you can't earn or deserve." The blessings of God, but it still says buy. Mm. Buy mm. it and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. So yeah. th- you see the paradox. Yeah. On the one hand, it's free, mm. but somehow you buy it. But what do you give? I, I believe yeah. the answer is you give your heart. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're not paying for it, but you're surrendering your heart so that he can fill your heart with his blessing. So
0: to receive the blessing, you have to give your heart. Can I pick up on something you said last week? Um, And I I, I thought about it, and I thought it it was was very humble, you know, as it were, to say that you you felt covetous for, for, you know, new revelations, let's say. Mm. But the Lord said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, Mm. for they should be filled. I don't think it is covetousness to hunger and thirst after righteousness. No. But but if it is in a Pharisaical way, yeah, I want to clock up you know another tome of knowledge, and um, that puffs up. Then that is not as good. Hard to approach explain
1: to the difference, there is a okay. difference because we. I was just, trying to make you feel a little first,
0: bit better about yeah, you almost, know your your desire to, desire, to mind the scriptures. It, it's not it, a bad thing. It Depends on the motivation. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. A
1: key verse for me, um, which I
0: constantly. Because this is an
1: ongoing problem, yeah. but I'm gradually yeah. learning. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. Yes. Right. Yeah. So if you are seeking understanding, right? this, this is covetousness mm. now. If you are seeking understanding and knowledge, all mm. these things that are good, mm. but if you are seeking that f- so that you have a foundation within yourself, within your own soul, so that you can operate independently from God, exactly. Then the motivation is wrong, and that is covetousness for knowledge. So that I can be independent from God. Great. Yeah.
0: Rather, well, that's th- cleared that one up as well. Yeah. So you know, this is my sort of personal, sort of tu- tutorial here. And there's <laughs> so, a few people watching this is, online. This um, is quite
1: subtle. Yeah, maybe, it's important because it's there, very important. There is a difference between. Um, it's the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Knowledge puffs up. So in a sense, if I'm seeking knowledge so that I can to build up my pride so I can operate independently mm. from God, mm. then that is a negative. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm seeking uh, knowledge so that I can
0: trust God more, yeah. th- then that's different. Yeah. Okay, John, over to you. The, prob- <laughs> the, pro- the problem with this is that we get so absorbed, don't we, in, in the thoughts that um, we forget that... Um, We've got to
2: say something now. <laughs> yeah, we have. It's such a shame to interrupt these no, as they're being expounded. It's, it's, it's just wonderful. Yeah. And, and, you know, one keeps coming back to the point. We, there, there's only one way through this, and that's you have to trust God that's right. completely. Yeah. Yeah. Your whole heart. Whole heart, with all your heart. heart. Absolutely, your whole heart. And, mm-hmm. and that's so difficult for us because we are independent creatures. The flesh is mm-hmm. a really mm-hmm. independent mm-hmm. creature.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And... Uh, and yet, so, so I sometimes try and you know, think, what was it like for Adam and Eve in the garden? Because they did have independence. They, they did have independence, so independent, in fact, that they could go and be deceived by, by the devil over, yeah. the, over the fruit of the tree. Yeah. So it, it, we really, what I'm leading on to say, we, we actually have nothing to fear. We don't lose our independence if we look at Adam and Eve. Um, they had independence. So it must be something so much better mm. than what we think independence is. Which is exactly. I mean, it sounds no, Irish, no, it's absolutely it. right. No offence to Irish people I'm I talking about. If any Irish people are watching, no. um, but it does sound a bit Irish what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, you know, to to, to, well, to Scottish, you can say that because oh, you're a Campbell. Yes, I can. <laughs> I've got, I've got probably got more Irish blood <laughs> in me than I have Scottish blood. Mm. Um, but the, the, by giving up our independence, mm. we don't become. Mm. Automatons, we don't become robots yeah. and we have nothing to fear. In fact, we become much more independent in a sense, yeah. but independent and freed right, free as to led, operate. led by the yeah. Lord.
1: Two words, right? Independence and individuality. Yeah. Right? So the more we give up our independence from God, it, you know, our independence the more we in discover our individuality. Yeah, I like that. See what I mean? Yeah, so I do. if you think of the Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, they are totally dependent on each other, yes. but they are totally they have individuality. They That's are right. yeah. they have their own thing. So the deception, I think the devil or what we fear is if I surrender to God my independence, yeah. somehow I'll lose myself. That's but right. But actually Jesus said if you let go of yourself if you deny yourself, you will actually discover the real you, Yeah, because you were made to be this person who God made to to be filled with God's glory and to express God's glory. If you actually hold on to your independence, you
0: lose his glory and you lose your individuality, you lose what you're meant to be. And what you think is freedom is bondage. That's right. As Bob Dylan said, you've got to serve somebody. And it may be the devil or it may be the Lord. And so the people who think, oh, no, I'm not going to, I've got to, like in Psalm 2, I've got to be released from the shackles. You know, the kings of the earth gather against the Lord and his anointed, and they want to be released from the shackles. But actually, they're coming under the bondage of Satan. That's basically what, what is happening. And those who are under the bondage of sin, they they uh, exchanged the freedom of, of God's gifts in the garden yes. for the
2: bondage of sin. In fact, coming back to Adam, to look yeah. at Adam... Eventually, yes. we'll come back That's to a, this passage. It, it, I realise <laughs> yes. it's, re- it's a really good way of trying yeah. to understand what we're doing. I think what Adam had, I mean, apart from the fact he was filled with knowledge, um, and probably... Apart from the Lord, the most intelligent man that's ever lived, mm. because it was downhill right. afterwards. Mm. You know that he, he had such power and authority. He named all the animals. Mm. He. he named all the animals. He he he, he dominated yeah. the earth, God's yeah. creation. So there's no question of losing anything, is there? When you if you mm. step back into that, it's win-win all the way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. It's just the flesh gets it's in the fullness. way and makes it It's fulfilment. It's fullness. It, total fulfilment. Yeah. And so and here we are.
0: Responsibility and Oh, marvellous! Okay, so we um, we're somewhere in between verse thirteen and verse fourteen, like verse thirteen <laughs> in, in our Bible study. So we can
1: head bravely head into verse
0: fourteen. Shall here. we do that? Shall we do that? Shall we go <coughs> out of the?
1: Now he's talking about the gift um, yes. that they have sent through Paphroditus, yeah. yeah, and um, he is thanking them, obviously, mm. and he's saying, nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress and and that word share is the word like from the word partnership mm. or fellowship yeah you you've partnered in my distress you you have um, they are partners with Paul and um, and so they're going to share in his troubles but they will also share in his victories and his rewards mm. as well
0: mm. Mm. Um, so he's he's thanking them obviously, and it's then quite something, isn't it, to, to sharing in his troubles. So by they're, they're not just sort of throwing a gift at him as it were. They're, they're, there's that partnership is deeper, mm. yeah, yeah, much deeper, they're recognizing
2: much deeper. his his suffering or his tribulation, yeah. um, and they're acknowledging that, and and in in a sense depriving themselves, depriving is not yeah. the right word, in order to help him in his situation. So they're both now suffering. They're yeah. suffering you know, on one hand because they're giving up something they have in order to help him yeah. who needs something that they yeah. have. But of course there's no... It's, it's, that, that's the way it is and there's huge blessing in that.
1: It was sacrificial giving.
2: Sacrificial, that's in, the word I was after. In
1: 2 Corinthians 8 yeah. um, he talks about you know, the fact they weren't that well off. I mean, he says, more of a brethren, verse 1, I make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. Now, Philippi was the key church in Macedonia. That that in a great trial of affliction and abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. Mm. So that, again, is the Philippian church. They were giving sacrificially, Mm. To Paul, so I suppose part of them sharing in paul 's di- um, distress is that they were having to do without yeah, so that Paul could yeah. you know so have something for himself, so they were they they were suffering with paul yeah. um, they that 's a real friend isn 't it that yeah. um, will,
0: will share the burden as it yeah. were yeah. Um, Yeah, it's good as we're getting to the end of Philippians to remember how we started, you know, in terms talking about Philippi in in Macedonia and how how Paul, you know, the the Macedonian call, so to speak. You know, this is the fruit of all of that. You know, the Lord directing him in that direction. Um, And, you know, we're getting now to the end of Philippians. And uh, he's talking about setting out from Macedonia when I set out.
1: And that was in, the, I think, the second missionary journey. Yeah. It's Acts 16, when yeah. he, Paul was called to Europe for the first time, Yeah, uh, which is northern Greece, Macedonia. That's right. And, of course, he goes, he plants the church in Philippi. And then, more than all the other churches, as he went down to, say, Thessalonica next, uh, they, they immediately started supporting Paul, which was not the normal thing for these churches. Yeah. And he, and he says that no... Sorry, uh, verse 15. Uh, in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from that Macedonia, no church shared or partnered with me mm. again. That's mm. the same word, mm. partnered with me, concerning giving and receiving, but you only. It's, it's like they were the only church that had a revelation of partnership, which is giving and receiving. You know, yeah. not just So in other words, primarily, they were giving financially, yeah. but they were also receiving. Mm. I think... The, 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 the blessing from Paul's ministry, the reward, mm-hmm. maybe, of Paul's, what Paul's... They had a share in Paul's fruit. Mm-hmm. And so they, they understood this principle of giving and receiving,
0: yeah. of partnership. I just thought of, you know, the fact that the Lord was directing Paul's journeying, and, and ju- directed him to Macedonia reminds me of where the Lord Jesus was directed to Samaria. He said, now, he, he had to go through Samaria. Mm. And when you look on the map, he didn't have to go through Samaria. Right. But he went through Samaria to meet the woman at the well. And the woman at the well, um, you know, the Lord needed a drink. Um, but, um, uh, but then he said, he, or was it the other way around? And he then, because I know how I can jumble up my Bible stories, but um, then he talked about the water that I give. Mm. Yes. You know, it, um, there 's a similarity here you see that they had the, the Paul, as it were, had given them water, and then they were giving him water. so God has a plan sometimes you think, why, why Macedonia? You know, he could have gone round another way couldn 't he have got to Europe another way? Mm-hmm. There were other, other sea routes, but God directed him to go there because God probably knew in his foreknowledge that the, this Little group up in the sticks of Macedonia Mm. would be sustaining Paul. Yeah, they partnered with Paul.
1: Yeah.
0: And they supported Paul. God sees the beginning, the end from the beginning.
1: And when you partner, then you are, in a way, when Paul preached, they were preaching. They they were joining forces with Paul. Yeah, yeah. And Paul acknowledged that. He felt their strength. He felt their prayers. Obviously, they partnered in prayer and And financially, and of course, this is what people do with missionaries. Mm. Missionaries go, but um, and we sometimes we stay by the stuff but in in that story of david, you know the the reward went equally yeah. to the ones who went and the others who stayed by the stuff yeah. because they were you know you support the missionary you you pray for the missionary you 're partnering with that missionary, mm. and the Philippians were the were the only church, really, that got that revelation of that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it meant a lot to Paul. He acknowledged yeah. that, that partnership. Yeah. No church partnered with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. But that's the thing to be encouraged by. It isn't just you giving to the missionary or to the ministry. You
0: are receiving mm. mm-hmm. a, the, the God's blessing, God's reward. Yeah. For that, for that work, and that's again the picture of the Sea of Galilee that is is having water in and water out. So you you know you are receiving, and uh, of the Holy Spirit you're giving out. Um, uh, they, you're not. We're not to have the gifts. I know you're preaching a, ser- a series on this. You, it's, it, the gifts are not just to stagnate within you. They are to actually um, be given out. And that's why and Paul used. said. To
1: move into the gifts, <coughs> the number one key is love, and that's the whole reason yeah. he put chapter 13, 1 Corinthians 13, in the middle of the whole discussion of gifts. Because yeah. he says, if you follow after love yeah. and covet the gifts, yeah. but if you if you set yourself to, to be a blessing, yeah. then you are making yourself available to God as a channel, mm. and then the gifts can flow through yeah. you yeah. more easily. But... Um, and I like this idea of giving and receiving. You see, that's the very nature of fellowship. See, some people are very good at giving, but they're not very good at receiving. You try and give them something. Yeah. Oh, it's not, you know, know. Uh, you know. And other people are very good at, more people, <laughs> are very good at receiving, but not yeah, very good fine. at giving. Yeah. But love is giving, faith is receiving. Very good. See, very good. so it's, it's a yeah. dynamic of faith and love, but we're meant to be good at giving and
0: good at receiving. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. So there we are. Um, uh, there is another one in you know in, in Psalm one that you know we're planted by streams of water. We're not just planted by water. You know, a little bit of water on the plants, as it were. Um, you know, we're trees of righteousness, but you know, the, all of that tree, that stability, that power, and um, as it were, testimony of the grace of God is is because we're planted by streams. Yeah, of living water, the mm. water I shall give you know, you will never thirst again. Um, it's it is, um, you, you know, that's where you reach the contentment because the Lord is going to provide the cruise of oil is not going to run out, mm. it is ongoing, receiving, giving, receiving, giving. Mm. It's a constant flow, yeah. <laughs> of electricity. No, I, you know, the thing is that there's, there's so many truths there. Uh, we um, <coughs> uh, go, go on. Um, so in
1: verse 16, he just tells a bit of history, yeah. really. He, he reminds them, even in Thessalonica, so that he went on to Thessalonica after yeah. Philippi, you sent aid once and again for my yeah. necessity. So yeah. right from the beginning, they were planted as a church. Yeah. They immediately started yeah. supporting Paul. Again and as, again as and again, you might say. Yeah, not one off. Again and again. And he was only in Thessalonica for a few weeks, I think. Um, and, and so they, they were supporting him. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account.
0: That's, that's an absolute classic, isn't it? Or the interest uh, yes. that abounds to your yeah, account. It's, it's and all the blessings. that uh, I still can't get my head round why they were the only church. What happened to all the others in terms of I think, um, giving?
1: I think that the others did give, but they were the only ones that were really faithful and regular. That would be yeah. my guess. Yeah. 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 I can't believe that none of the other churches ever gave anything to Paul. No, no, that's you know right. I mean? it, it just seems... I think they were the only ones engaged in this giving and receiving yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Maybe. And
2: that they must have had a revelation on it because yeah. it, you know, it's... It, It's contrary to human nature in many ways.
0: And they understood it. Uh, It certainly is a really good fundraising verse, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Verse 17. (laughs) But if you notice,
1: of all the letters of Paul, Philippians is the letter where he opens his heart the most, on a personal level. Yeah, yeah. And that's because he's got a closer relationship with these Philippians because of this intimate relationship. Partnership yeah. relationship yeah. that's going on.
2: Come on, John. Well, no, uh, I, I was yeah, just okay. uh, thinking, that, uh, cross-referencing that yeah. uh, verse 17 yes. uh, to Proverbs 19, also verse 17. Okay, let's go to that. He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, mm. and he will pay back yes. what he what has what he has given. Yes. Mm. Yes. The Lord will repay. Mm. And the Lord yes. said,
0: "Whatever you." have given to the least of me, these my brethren, you've given to me. Yes. It's that verse. Yeah. whatever you haven't given, you you haven't given to me. Your
1: account kind of reminds me of what Jesus said about, you know, build up your treasures in heaven. Yes. Yes. You have treasures on earth. You have a bank account on earth. Yeah. But you also have a more important bank account in heaven, as it were. That is true. Um, Which
0: is to do with your eternal Mm. And sadly, people are more attracted to the... Um, you know, building up the account on earth, aren't they? You know, if you're fundraising and you say, you know, th- that th- your bank account's going to be filled, <laughs> it tends right. to manipulate better than saying, I know because of the flesh, I'm not yeah. uh, 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 advocating it, than, than to say that. But yeah, you're right.
2: And, then, then, and if, if you've got a, a, a heart that's giving and generous, and I'm talking collectively now of a yeah. church, and I'm thinking if we go back to verse 10, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly, yeah. that now at last you, your care for me has flourished again. And what is this fruit? You know, we tend to think we give money, we get money, but not necessarily so. And I'm wondering if, out of their giving heart, one of the fruit that is being produced is care. Mm. They're caring for poor. Yeah. Um, and that is arising out of the fact that they're generous-hearted. Wonderful. It's not a response. Mm-hmm. The generous heart is not a response to the care. I'm suggesting that the care is a fruit of their generous heart, yeah. as referred to in verse 17. So we are out of time. Are we? Oh dear. We are, which
0: means that we have one more, um, one more week, I think, God willing, on um, Philippians chapter four, and we'll do a summary overview of Philippians next week. But remember, God will meet all your needs according to his riches and glory. I'm sure we'll cover that again next week. See you then.